Welcome to Awakening the Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Christian Strang, but you can call me Christian. And today we're going to talk about what you need to do to wake up or what you get to do to wake up at the next level. I have something very important to share with you that will support you in blasting off into this next level of awakening that is here for you. But first, can we talk about 2020? Oh my goodness. I have been marveling at the creative brilliance that came together to create this master plan that is serving so many souls in their awakening. If you get a chance, check out my YouTube channel. It's under my name, Christian Strang. I've got two videos from April that speak specifically about the negative agenda and what it's pushing us to awaken towards. So I won't repeat that information here. In our podcast today... I want to talk about something that may not have occurred to you, but will certainly help clarify the variety of reactions that you're seeing take place during this time and also the reaction that you might be having within yourself. So grab a pen and paper. There might be some things you want to jot down here. Get a cup of tea. Take a nice deep breath and allow yourself to really go into your connection with your higher self so that you can receive whatever nuggets and pieces that are just here for you that are coming through specifically and perfectly for you. If you know courtesies, you might want to tap out your courtesies. You can also find the courtesies tapping tool on my YouTube as well at Christian Strang. But allow yourself to go into a mode of being able to receive the information that is most meant for you. Now, you can do this with any and everything, and I encourage you to, to allow the information that you most need to know, because there's so much information and so much misinformation out there, that you ask that your higher self magnetize to you the pieces of information that you most need. And then when you're taking in that information, whether you're reading it or listening to it like you are here today, that you place yourself consciously into the receiving mode through tapping out your cortices or just through your focused intention that you will receive the nuggets that are most meant for you. So, okay, are you ready? You've got your pen and paper, you've got your tea, you're in receiving mode. You know what? You can pause it if you need to go grab it and come back. I won't mind. So we're going to start with, and by we, I mean myself, and my higher self and my higher wisdom. I am a messenger for the highest light. If you're not familiar with my work, I've been doing this work since 2010. I had an extraordinary awakening in 20, excuse me, 2008 that was kicked off by a health crisis that, of course, Western medicine could not solve for me and took me on a journey that led me in the middle of Brazil getting a psychic surgery and nothing has been the same since. So I've been on this journey for 12 years. Turns out, I'm here to be a messenger for the highest light. Who would have known? And I'm going to start, and when I say we, now you know who I'm speaking about, but I'm going to start with an illustration to help support you in seeing what's going on here. So it may seem that I'm I'm going somewhere way far away out there, but I promise it will all make sense very soon. So as many of you may know, because most of you who are listening to this podcast are no doubt advanced souls, you're healers of some type, whether you claim that in a traditional sense or an alternative sense, or you simply know you're a healer and you're healing through your embodied presence everywhere you go, which is what all true healers are doing. 
So you may know that there is a significant amount of trauma that can take place for a child if their primary caregivers are not able to fully show up for them physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And what happens in those instances, as you may know, is that it is impossible for a child to fully process because they lack the emotional maturity to fully process that mommy or daddy, or in some cases, I'm raising my hand, mommy and daddy don't have the capacity to care for them. In fact, mommy and daddy might be so selfish that they might neglect you because of their own selfishness and their own focus, whether it's on jobs, money, getting a new partner, whatever it might be. But a child cannot absorb that, right? So what does a child do if they're in a situation like that and mommy and daddy cannot show up for them? In fact, mommy and daddy might be hurting them emotionally, physically, spiritually, verbally, right? Mentally, so many different ways. What's the story that a child tells in that situation? To survive that circumstance, a child must tell themselves, there must be something wrong with me. It cannot be that they want to hurt me or that they mean to neglect me because they're shitty people, <laughs> they're shitty humans. It has to be there's something wrong with me, right? There's no other way emotionally for a child to process the fact that mommy and daddy might actually be hurting them, might even be doing it consciously, and they cannot process that information. And so they have to make it about themselves. And you will often find that these children will be in fierce defense of mommy and daddy, even if mommy and daddy are like the worst humans you've ever met, right? How many of you have had that experience of whether in your own experience as a child, I'm raising my hand, or you've seen it with in a therapeutic context, right? I've worked with lots of traumatized adults who have that experience and lots of traumatized children who have had that experience. So we don't expect a child in that situation to be able to process it. And we don't say to them, Hey, mommy and daddy, they're actually assholes. They're actually really bad people. And so this is what they, like, they can't handle that, right? Their brain will just like, they can't, they don't have the emotional, spiritual, physical, mental maturity. We don't expect them to, but once they become adults and they grow in their maturity, they work with a healer, a therapist, a guide who supports them and they start to see, oh my gosh, this wasn't even about me. These were just really terrible humans. They were really, and what is a terrible human? It's a human that's totally disconnected from who they really are, who has nurtured the darkness as opposed to the light within them, right? And then they become really terrible, not helpful human beings. So are you still with me? So get this, it's really hard for most humans who are now in adult bodies to accept that the humans that they've been putting in that position of mommy and daddy, the doctors, the medical community, the governors, their governments, right? This is what, this is what hurt children in adult bodies do. They put those humans in roles of mommy and daddy. They cannot emotionally process that mommy and daddy are actually trying to kill them. Mommy and daddy are actually trying to hurt them for their own material and power gain. Like you, you can't expect it, right? They can't do it because they are not emotionally developed. So this is why we see so many folks struggling 
with what's happening at this time. They cannot wrap their head around like, they're locking me up in my house for no good reason. There's no actual threat. They're doing this to take from me. Like they're doing this for purposes of power and control and money. Like they cannot go there, right? Because a, a wounded child can't go there. They don't have the maturity. So that's what we see that's playing out right now. But here's the deal. If you want to wake up at the next level, you got to grow up. You got to grow up that hurt child who wants to believe that mom, all the people they put in that authority role, that role, right? Because there's only one authority in your life, folks, and that's your divine self. You don't get authority over anyone else. No one else gets authority over you. There's one person running your show and that's you. But we, because we're wounded children and many, 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 many humans are wounded children running around in adult bodies. They put doctors, lawyers, governors, mayors, presidents, you know, you name it, healers, spiritual teachers, freaking yoga teachers. Like they put them in this position of this is mommy and daddy, right? They, because they don't have emotional maturity, they don't realize that's what they're doing. But anytime you put an authority figure outside of yourself and you say, they know what's best for me and they're going to do what's best for me, but yet they continue <laughs> to show you over time that's not what's happening or they're existing in a paradigm that is harmful, right? And there's no awakening happening. We can understand why because we've got small children in adult bodies that are hoping mommy and daddy are going to take care of them. But here's the newsflash. Only you can take care of you. And anytime you place your divine authority outside of yourself, you're out of alignment with who you really are. And you're back in that wounded child state. So just take that in. What I want you to understand is that all of this is happening as part of the great awakening so that you and I will wake up to where we've been doing this, where we've been putting people outside of our own divine selves in the position of mommy and daddy and our wounded children are hoping that mommy and daddy are going to save this, save us. They're not, not their job. So we want to see this and then we want to come to a grounded, loving adult placement, right? Stepping in to our grown up selves. You want to be woke up? You got to be grown up. Got to do it. And waking up is a multi-layered process, right? So we might awaken out of one paradigm, but if we don't keep doing our work, we just stay asleep in another paradigm. I'll give you an example from my own life to illustrate. Because I learn best when I hear stories from people's own life. That really helps me. So my intention is that we'll do the same for you. I was raised in what's known as a Christian cult. There are like, I think, four to seven markers of what makes a cult a cult. You can look that up on a non-Google search engine because Google does now censor and blocks information that that would um, not be supportive of their of their sponsors. I guess we could call it their sponsors. The big pharma, the big corporate that they support. So get on a non-Google search engine. I love Ecosia, E-C-O-S-I-A.org. You can do some fun experiments and search on both and see how different the information is. It's fascinating. So you can search and see what are the markers for a cult. So, but there are certain markers 
that institute that you're in a, a religious cult. One of them, by the way, is that you're made out to be crazy if you believe something different than the accepted mainstream narrative. So you might want to think about what's happening at this time around that. So I was called um, what the Jehovah's Witnesses call someone who is, you know, a bad J-dub as an apostate. And then they're excommunicated and no one talks to them. I went to the grocery store, ran into people I've known my whole life as a Jehovah's Witness. They pretended like they didn't know who I was, right? So cults are serious. It's another reason you see people getting so extreme, like they're faithful to the mainstream cult and that's okay. But my point is, is that I awoke out of that cult, but I was existing in the mainstream cult and didn't know it. And I was like, yeah, Hollywood. And I was like, yeah, doctors. And I was like, yeah, I'm voting my rights, politicians. Yes, you're helping me out. <laughs> I was totally bought into that sauce, right? So there's an awakening process. We have to awake out of the various paradigms that we're in. And that's just a really basic one. Right? You have to wake out of the family system paradigm, you know, the traditional model. You have to wake up, wake up out of the religious model, right? We just keep waking up, waking up out of the new age model. Now we're waking up out of the mainstream model. It's really powerful times. But awakening is not a one-time event. So if I had just woken up from the J-dubs and I got myself cozy in the new age paradigm or another religion... I would have just traded one for the next, right? And I really wouldn't reach my full potentiality, my highest potentiality, if I stay stuck in matrices and paradigms that do not assert and support my full divine authority, my full ability to self-govern, and my ability to live in harmony with the natural world ruled by divine law. I just said a whole bunch of words there. You might want to pause, rewind, take that in again. Take a nice deep breath. You are a divine being of the light. You are not here to be governed by anyone outside of you. Now, please don't misunderstand. There are many natural laws that we all need to support and to follow and to live in harmony and peace with each other. So we're starting in baby steps here. We want you to embrace the fact that you have more waking up to do and that the ability to wake up is directly linked to your ability to grow up, to become mature, to choose to become your loving adult self, to choose to heal and support and love your beautiful inner little girl or boy but to no longer let them put beings outside of you into a divine authority position. Now, people swing from different extremes, right? So I'm sure you know people who are like what I just shared, right? Who, are, who put the doctors and the medical community and the politicians in the place of like, oh my God, mommy and daddy, they're going to save me. But you also may know people who swung in the whole other direction. It's like, fuck everyone. I'm, you know, the rebel without a cause who's fighting every rule and every single guideline. They're fighting it all, all the time. That's an unhealed teenage self that needs love and attention and affection. That's also a marker of someone who has not grown up. Violence is an example of someone who has not grown up who is not an adult self. They are in a wounded, emotionally immature state. 
The great news is we can all keep waking up and waking up out of the old paradigms and into the next new paradigm and the next new and the next new. And that's a process, but we're in this phenomenal experience right now where the collective, which I've said this in my group preparing for the golden age, I never thought in a million years I would see the collective wake up, right? I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was going to be me and you and like our awesome community that was woke. And we're just going to keep living the magical, miraculous lives we've been living. I had no idea this opportunity would present in my lifetime. I knew it would happen, but I figured it'd be like a hundred years from now. I never thought, but here we are, that the collective has the opportunity to wake up, to no longer be the wounded child expecting mommy and daddy to save them, to no longer be looking to religious leaders, politicians, doctors, medical, whatever you want to call it, yoga instructors, spiritual teachers and guides to say, okay, save me. Here's how we're meant to work with others in positions that we're not going to call authority because they're just positions. Those are, it takes specific gifts to be a doctor. It takes specific gifts to be in a leadership role. It takes specific gifts to do a variety of different aspects, you know, to be a spiritual teacher, if you will, or a yoga instructor. That takes specific gifts. But we are not meant to surrender our divine authority to these ones. We are meant to ask, just like I was suggesting at the start of this time together, we're meant to ask, okay, higher self, please bring to me the wise woman, the wise teacher, the wise leader, the wise doctor, the, the wise healer that is in alignment for my highest good. Bring them into my life with ease and grace and may I feel a deep heart and soul resonance with them. And then when you go before this one, or you take in their information, or you read their book, or whatever it is, right? People put authors on an altar, right? And they do idol worship to them as well. This is happening all over the place in all different sectors. We're meant to take in the information, and then we're meant to say, okay, I'm going to go home and sit with that. I'm going to meditate with that. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to work my spiritual tools, whatever those are. You might do a ritual, whatever it might be for you, and then I'll get back to you or I, or I won't get back to you. I'll decide what feels right to me. And then I'll take action from there. Right? When you're in the yoga class and the instructor is having you move your body in a way that you know your body does not want to move, don't make how many injuries happen, right? Like this is why I stopped taking yoga classes. Um, because I'm like, I can do it even though my internal dialogue is like, no, no, you can't. Stop. Stop doing that. People hurt themselves, right? Because... They are the divine authority in this instance. No, they're a messenger. They're sharing their gifts. They have something to share with you. You digest it and then decide, does that feel right to me? When a leader says you can't leave your house or you can't hug someone, you go, okay, let me sit with that. Does that, does that resonate with me at a deep level? And if it does, you follow it. If it doesn't, you do what you're here to do. So we want to invite you into growing up and waking up at the next level and doing so in a wise and grounded and beautiful manner, right? We are kind and loving to ourselves. We are kind and loving to each other. We are our own fierce divine authority. We put no one on a pedestal. We, we just, we're going to put a period right there. We put no one on a pedestal. We honor all the unique gifts that all beings have. We call forth to us those ones who will benefit us. 
and we have a soul resonance with because we need each other to grow and develop and to heal and to expand and to have safe and healthy communities. We need each other for all of that. It's important, but it doesn't work when we betray our own divine authority for what they have said. It has to be resonant for us to take action. So like that little kid who cannot fathom that the leader of their life is unhealthy and unstable and not supportive, the only way that child will ever get to that place of seeing that clearly is when they grow up and they can look at it from a new lens. I want to invite you into growing yourself up at the next level. I have been guided to create a tool for this. It is called Activate Your Highly Sensitive Superpowers because you, my dear, are a divine being. You're a Jedi Master. You're on your way to becoming a Jedi Master, or you might already be there. You have incredible superpowers that want to be unleashed, but they cannot be unleashed until you do your daily inner child work or weekly, whatever you're down for, to work with that part of yourself so that when the world goes topsy-turvy and when the people around you go topsy-turvy, you are so rooted, so grounded in who you are and you're so able to see clearly. You don't look at those people outside of you who are in leadership roles and say, oh, they know everything. You say, oh, they're sharing their gifts. I'm going to sit with that, see if it makes sense for me, and then I will take action accordingly, right? You're no longer waiting for anyone to save you. You know you get to save yourself, and you do that by joining forces with your inner child, your wounded child perhaps, stepping into your loving adult self. So in my guide, I have the tools, the process that takes you through. There's also a practice that allows you to make healthy, intuitive-based decisions that will serve you. I invite you, if you don't yet have the guide, that you get a copy for yourself. It is life-changing. It was downloaded into my consciousness in 2015. We just did an update. I get updates along the way. Once you get your copy of the guide, you're in for a lifetime, so you'll always get updates as long as you're in our swirl for the new practices and processes that will support you and being your grown-up, woke-up self I'll put a link in the show notes. You can also go to christianstrang.com backslash activate your highly sensitive superpowers guide, a dash between each word. Or you can email me if you're like, you know what? That's just too much work. Go ahead and email me at christian at heatherchristianstrang.com. And if you'd like something free and amazing, check out my golden age visualization so you can tune in to the new reality that wants to be born through you at this time. I'll also have a link in the show notes for that. If that feels like too much, email me. I'll get it to you. May you be blessed by this information. May it expand you and elevate you and allow you to remember more fully who you really are and allow you to wake up and grow up at the next level. May it be so. May we all stand in our wise selves and live our lives from that place. Until next time, I look forward to awakening with you again. I'll see you out there on the interwebs, in email, and wherever else our paths might cross. You can find me on Instagram at Rising Up for Love. Much love and many blessings to your awakening.